Public service announcement. I have just temporarily closed the doors to Lifestyle Business School. If you are a current or aspiring expertise-based business that has a business, courses, coaching, masterminds, where you are divorcing your value from your time, or that is the business model that you want, you likely know that Lifestyle Business School is the program that I have been tirelessly working on over the last six months to build out six comprehensive playbooks, which basically lay out the entire path. It has everything from business model design to offer creation, to back-end delivery, to driving traffic, live launch campaigns, automated campaigns, everything you could possibly need to start or grow a leveraged expertise-based business to the lifestyle business sweet spot. Now, never fear because we've only temporarily closed the doors and we have added a wait list. So if you head to lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, pop your name on the wait list and you are going to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out, which is super exciting. And all of the exciting changes that we have made to the program as well, which we will share in due course. But in order to get the special VIP bonuses, when we do open the door, I want you to go and pop your name on the wait list now. So that is going to be lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, put your name on the wait list, and you will be the first to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out with a lot of exciting changes and with pretty much the best deal under the sun. All right, let's get into today's podcast episode. Guys, it is my birthday and it is my business birthday. So in today's podcast episode, we are reviewing 2019. This is the year that was. Now, before we dive into today's episode, I need to let you know about Social Media Secrets. This is the free live training and bootcamp that is coming up on Monday, the 25th of November. This coming Monday, for those that are listening in real time, this is three live trainings, a pop-up Facebook group, workbooks, so much gold, everything that you need to get your social media strategy sorted in time for 2020. To register for free, head to steviesayssocial.com forward slash bootcamp. I cannot wait to see you in there. big business dreams, but you're feeling stuck when it comes to all things social media, digital, and content marketing, this is the podcast for you. And if you like free stuff, well, I've got you sorted there as well. Head over to steviesayssocial.com slash little black book now to steal my little black book of social media secrets. You're listening to the Stevie Says Social podcast. It is my birthday, guys, and it is not only my birthday today, but it is my business birthday. Stevie Says Social is officially two years old today. She's growing up, guys. I'm very, very excited, and it is no coincidence that I actually decided to have my business start on my birthday. So two years ago on uh, the 19th of November, 2017, I had selected that day as the very first day that Stevie Says Social's doors were open for business. So I had actually given notice at my nine-to-five job a couple 
couple of months before. I had given them plenty of notice and I had decided to coincide the two dates because double celebration, right? Why not? Now, what I thought I would do in today's episode is actually go through what the last year has looked like in the world of Stevie Says Social. I'm not going to cover the first year in business. If you do want to check that out, I've got a podcast episode where I go into detail about all of that. It's called Life, Mindset and Marketing Lessons from a Year in Business. So definitely check that out especially if you're currently in your nine to five, you want a complete rundown of how I came to kind of start my business, all of the fears that were going through my head and what my experiences were in my first year of business. 100% recommend that episode. But what I thought I would do this time around is basically wrap up 2019. What has happened from basically my first year birthday all the way through to now? And this is actually really good timing for me anyway, because it's kind of the end of the year, right? And I'm actually intending to take all of December off this year. Well, for a few reasons, obviously I've got my little baby Jimmy and I want to spend some, you know, good quality time with him. It's summer in Australia and it's beach time. So it's the perfect time to have some downtime. But I also want to really kind of strategically spend that time mapping out a really spectacular 2020. And I think that in order to do that, it's really important to reflect back on the year that was, what worked, what didn't work, so that you can take all of those learnings into the next year. Now, I have really big goals and aspirations for myself next year. I'm actually really excited when I actually even talk about it. I'm physically excited in my body for all of the things that I know are coming next year. I can just feel in my bones that it's going to be a really big year for me and for Stevie Says Social and for my growth and development and for the business's growth and development. More on that later. And to be honest, I don't actually even know solidly in my head what it's going to look like. I have really... uh, I guess, general aspirations and I know what direction I want to go in and what I'm really excited to actually do when I do sit down, you know, probably, you know, on the beach with a notebook and start to map out what that's actually going to look like and really solidly work down, you know, into month by month working back, okay, these are my big goals, what's it going to look like every month? I'm really excited for, you know, the opportunity and and what's coming up. But I digress. The reason why I think it's really important to uh, reflect now on 2019 is because if you don't do that, you're going to make the same mistakes when you get into 2020, right? So I'm going to go through basically a month by month, blow by blow uh, account of exactly kind of what happened for me this year. Hopefully it's helpful for you, but I would also really strongly urge you to do the same thing. Like sit down, the actual exercise of me sitting down and doing this uh, has been so helpful for basically uh, reflecting on, yeah, yeah, what worked and what didn't. So let's get into what 2019 looked like for me. Now, when I wrote down all of my plans for 2019 at the end of 2018, they actually ended up looking a whole lot different than what actually rolled out 
basically the reason for that is because on the 2nd of January, I found out that I was pregnant with my little Jimmy. And there is nothing, guys, there is nothing like a baby to skew even the most well-laid plans, right? So all of these plans that I had put together at the end of 2019 for a number of new programs, for a slight pivot in my business direction, they were kind of just cast to the side. And they're definitely things that I'm going to be picking up again in 2020. But what it meant is that I really had to re- plan. And I had to attempt to be as kind to myself as possible in the process of doing that. So not giving myself too much to do. And for anyone that knows me, I'm really driven, right? So I love to do all of the things, but I had to realize that health and, you know, my little baby were my priority. And I had to really step back, which as an ambitious person was a really, really hard thing to do. Now, in January, I actually had the inaugural intake of my Hashtags Aren't The Answer program. So just like I'm doing this year, I actually launched that program in December with a January start to give people a chance to kind of have their holidays and then really dive in and lift their social media game at the start of January. And so that absolutely went off. And it was such a great way for me to start the year. There was about a hundred people in that program. And the vibe, honestly, guys, was so electric. There was such a cool group of people in that intake of the program, just as there was in the May intake, but it was just so vibrant. We had a pop-up Facebook group. There was live calls, All the same things will be happening this year for hashtags aren't the answer when we launch, but it was just such a great opportunity for a group cohort to go through the program, to actually start implementing things. And it was over the space of uh, eight weeks at that time. I've actually extended that to 10 weeks now, but over eight weeks actually kind of work on their socials together and really get their business off to a really uh, stellar start in 2020. So that is actually one of the highlights of my year. I love that I started off on that really kind of high note, even though all of my kind of well-planned out 2020 plans weren't actually going to come to fruition the way that I had hoped they would. Now, when we got into February, this is where things really started to fall apart for me a little bit. And I have nothing to blame for that within myself. It wasn't that I wasn't driven and I wanted to kind of, you know, finally get the year off to a good start. But unfortunately, I was completely railroaded by a little thing called morning sickness. Guys, it hit me like a ton of bricks for two weeks, literally. I could not get off the couch. I was living on buttery potatoes. It was all I could eat and oranges. So potatoes and oranges. They were the only things that I could keep down. They were the only things that I could stomach. And so I had people go to the shop for me. So my partner and my mom would bring me potatoes and oranges, just bags full of them because it's all that I could stomach eating. And during that time, Netflix, even though I'm not a TV watcher at all, absolutely became my best friend. There were literally days, guys, where I was watching some random show on Netflix. I remember watching an Amish show where basically these people had built their houses into a big rock somewhere in the central US. (laughs) And I actually was too sick to walk to the other side of the room and get the remote control to change the channel. That is how railroaded I was by morning sickness in February. So 
even though I had kicked the year off with hashtag something the answer and it was such a good start to the year and had planned to kind of get my year back on track when it came to February, it didn't quite happen. I literally had to cancel any non-essential coaching. I had to cancel any of my kind of client commitments and really the only thing that I committed to in that time were my hashtags aren't the answer live calls. And guys, those things gave me life. (laughs) Even though I really kind of had to struggle through them with the morning sickness, it was the only thing that was kind of the highlight in terms of my business in February. Not fun. If you have ever been through bad morning sickness, you would absolutely feel me on this. And if not, I do not wish it upon you ever. So that was February for me. And then when it got into March, I was finally starting to feel a little bit better and I could put put all of the pieces together or pick up all of the pieces from, uh, you know, my morning sickness misery that I'd kind of gone through in February. So what that actually meant is that a lot of the things that I'd needed to kind of reschedule were happening in March. It was a really, really busy month for me, but I also had the opportunity to put together a plan of attack for the remainder of the year. Nothing like business planning for the year in March, right? Better late than never. (laughs) And what I really needed to focus on was how to keep my small business running without the need to work 14 plus hours a day, which is what I had been pretty much putting in to date. So what I decided that I would do in terms of my plan of attack that wasn't going to involve really kind of reinventing the wheel on my business, which had kind of in a way been the uh, plan uh, before I kind of found out what was happening. But what I decided to do was to relaunch my signature program because it had been so successful in January, January, which was hashtags not the answer. So I planned a launch for that for May. I decided to create a series of actionable trainings called the Blueprint Series, and you guys would have seen those kind of roll out over the last little while, but they were really kind of actionable, smaller courses for people that just wanted to get stuff done. And I was going to release those over the second half of the year. And so that was basically it. That was my plan of attack for 2019. And so with that kind of rough plan in place, I was then able to kind of start to put the pieces together together. And so for me, April was really kind of starting to implement on all of the things that I had planned for the remainder of the year. So April was pre-launch month for the next intake of hashtags aren't the answer. And in that month, I went absolutely crazy with increasing my visibility, basically. So I grew my email list by 2,500 people in April. I spoke on a whole heap of guest podcasts, which guys is just such a great way of getting in front of new audiences. And I just basically made myself as visible as possible in preparation for the May launch of hashtags aren't the answer. Luckily, that all worked out for the best because May brought the most successful launch in my business to date. I welcomed an awesome new intake of hashtags aren't the answer students. And basically in preparation for that, I also spent a few thousand dollars on the uh, design of the inside of my student portal. So I've really decided to go all in on online education Uh, And that's something that I'll be continuing to do into 2020. I'm all about branding. And so it was really important to me that everything that I had on the outside of my business, so things like my website and my social media presence was reflected on the inside of my business. So when people log in to complete a course, for example, I wanted to make sure that that looked as sexy as possible. So that is something that I was also working on in early May. And I'm so, so happy with the outcome of that. I can 
honestly say that I absolutely love the branding of all aspects of my business. I think that it's really kind of up-leveled from 2018. And I think it's really set my business on the course that I want it to take in 2020. So that was May. I'm actually going to bundle the next few months together. So June, July, August, because they were basically the winter months and they were also the third trimester of my pregnancy. For me, what those months meant was trying to squish as much as humanly possible into three months. I had suddenly realized that I was going to be having a baby in September. I had all of these things that I wanted to do and I needed to get them done stat. Now, if you haven't checked out my podcast episode on how to prepare for maternity leave, I highly recommend that you check that one out. It's a few podcast episodes back because it basically sums up my June, July and August. So in one word, it was pretty much all about batching. I was recording bulk podcast episodes in preparation for time off. I was creating the blueprint series. I was preparing sales pages and creating course content. I was hiring people to help me with, you know, outsourcing key tasks that I couldn't be completing uh, when I was going on my maternity leave, like podcast editing, for example. And I was basically baby proofing my business in preparation for time off. And guys, it was hectic. To be honest, I didn't really kind of enjoy that time as much as I probably should have. I was just trying to cram as much as possible into those couple of months and I really didn't give myself space or time to breathe. What that did give me though, that period of time, was the time and space to breathe in the following few months. So the few months that I've just experienced, which as it turned out, was absolutely needed. Now, September, let's go into September because it will always be my baby boy's birthday month and will always hold a really special place in my heart. Now, my pregnancy actually went over by a week and I was so sure that I was actually going to deliver earlier. There were some signs there of that. So uh, every kind of week after about 38 weeks of my pregnancy just seemed to drag and drag. And it wasn't until 41 weeks... 11th of September, 2019, that I gave birth to my little boy, Jimmy. Now, the labor is a whole other story. I'm not going to go into that, but long story short, uh, my labor kind of went all through the night. It ended in this emergency cesarean and uh, that's when my life changed forever. So this is a social media podcast. I'm not going to go too much into the ins and outs of motherhood, but I will say that it is the best thing that has ever happened to me. It is also the hardest thing that has ever happened to me. (laughs) I love that little boy more, honestly, every single day. And I wake up every morning to his little smile. He's got a little bed next to my bed. And I wake up and he's generally kind of already awake and just playing by himself. And I wake up to his little kind of squeaks and seeing his smiling face is better than I ever, ever, ever imagined. And I honestly feel so lucky and grateful to be his mum, but it is also beyond full on. I hear that the first six weeks are apparently the hardest and I've kind of just gone through that. So Jimmy is now nine weeks old, but I can say that those first six weeks were just a complete daze. So caring for a baby after major surgery, having no idea what you're doing, doing that on zero sleep, that is honestly something that 
only other mothers would understand. So if you're not a mum yet or you don't intend to be, I can categorically say that you could not understand the level of hard that having a newborn baby entails. I swear that they make newborn babies really cute so that (laughs) new mums don't throw them out with the bathwater. Anyway, Jimmy is now nine weeks old and he is starting to smile. He's starting to laugh and it is the best thing in the world. I could go on about Jimmy forever. I'm not going to. So let's get into October. So October was uh, basically the month after I had Jimmy and I would call it the month of automation because both September and October, there were things, significant things happening in my business that happened with me not doing a thing. So I had planned absolutely everything ahead of time. So as an example, I launched the podcast blueprint. I launched the Facebook blueprint and they were both really successful launches that I was really visible for. So if you were on social media or if you were on my email list, you would have seen me being really on the surface kind of active for those launches. But in actual fact, I was in hospital having a baby. I was caring for my newborn baby and all of that work had been done ahead of time. Literally everything had been done ahead of time. I actually didn't even have my computer for most of that period of time. So it's actually wild to me how prepared I was, number one, but also how successful those launches were and how much, you know, it kind of all went off without a hitch. There wasn't any kind of big issues. There weren't any tech issues. And I really didn't need to be present for them at all. That was just honestly completely wild to me, but very, very cool. Absolutely crazy to me that October was one of my best months in business to date. And I logged into my computer maybe twice. So there you go, guys, the power of automation, hey? Now, let's talk about November. Basically, we're in November now. So it's currently the 18th of November. I have uh, completely run out of batched podcast episodes. So I'm recording this podcast a day before my business and actual birthday. So nothing like doing things at the last minute. But I'm currently gearing up for my third and most exciting intake of hashtags aren't the answer. So I launched the inaugural kind of intake this time last year. And I absolutely loved the timing because uh, it is the kind of the time of year where people are looking forward to 2020. They want to really get on the right path in time for 2020. They want to lift their social media game. They want to get their business sorted. They want to be more visible. They want to actually get it done. But they don't want to do it, you know, over December when they're sitting on a beach or they're hanging out with their friends for Christmas or, you know, whatever it is. So, I actually have decided to pretty much structure the beginning of the year in a very similar way to last year, minus the pregnancy announcement or discovery on the beginning of January. Um, But I'm going to be uh, launching or uh, starting the group intake of hashtags aren't the answer at the beginning of January. But I'm in the sort of the process of launching that at the moment. And I'm going to be running a free live social media bootcamp. So I've run this bootcamp before. I've never run it live and I just can't wait. We've already got, I think, a thousand people registered for that challenge. And my big goal is 2,500 people, which we are well on track for. So it is absolutely going to be a party. There's a pop-up Facebook group and 
I'm opening that in a couple of days. It is absolutely going to go off. I'm so, so excited. And this isn't a pitch, but I may as well mention if you do want to join, it is steviesayssocial.com forward slash bootcamp. I would love to see you in there. So you can go there now and save your spot. But yeah, that's kind of what I'm working on at the moment. And then December for me will be, as I said, a time of thinking big and a time for planning a really spectacular 2020. When people kind of say, you know, what's your word of the year going to be? For me, the word that comes to mind is spectacular. It is such a spectacular word. And I really want 2020 to be one for the ages. I think that I'm in a really good kind of mental space. I'm feeling really positive and happy about absolutely everything. I'm feeling much more balanced in my life. Thanks to little Jimmy, I can't spend all of my time working at the moment. And I actually think that that's a positive thing. It's given me this renewed kind of drive, I suppose, to do things on my own terms, but to really make a go for it as well. So guys, that is my kind of summary of 2019. And what I will say is that things most definitely did not go to plan, but It has without a doubt categorically been the best year of my life to date. Things just keep getting better, (laughs) which is, you know, it's, I'm obviously in a really positive, happy mindset at the moment. And I'm so grateful that, you know, two years ago, I decided to take a chance. I decided to leave my corporate nine to five and I decided to, to be completely honest, work my absolute butt off to Uh, create a business and a life that I love. So you hear all of the business and life coaches talk about creating a business and a life that you love, but I think people say it because ultimately it's what everybody wants, right? And I can say that, you know, I'm really on track for that. And so I'm feeling very grateful for everything in my life at the moment. All right. Well, this is a little bit of a different episode. I hope that this kind of summary of my year has inspired you to do a similar thing for your year whether or not you have December off to sit on a beach and to think big for 2020, there is definitely a whole lot of benefit in, you know, taking an hour or a day if you can possibly, you know, manage it and set it aside, go to a cafe, sit down and actually reflect on the year that was. That will give you all of the perspective you need to set yourself up for an absolutely cracking 2020, which is just around the corner. It is a new decade. Let's do this, guys. And look, until next time, I'll see you next week. Happy birthday to me. Bye.